Hello and welcome to Aunt Mary from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Now for our story. In Ben Calvert's home this evening, dinner had been the silent, glum meal it usually was, except on those occasions when there was open friction. Afterward, Ben had asked his daughter, Kit Mead, to go into the study with him for a while. Jessie Calvert, Ben's wife, had overheard this invitation, and the look she had given father and daughter was filled with bitterness and hate. For Ben had blandly ignored Jessie, had ushered his beautiful daughter into the room where a pleasant fire was blazing, and had closed the door practically in his wife's face as she paused in the hallway outside. Now, Kit seats herself comfortably before the hearth, sipping her coffee, while Ben stands before her with his feet spread and his hands clasped in back of him. Well, Dad, what did you want to see me about? Frankly, Kit, my main purpose was to get away from Jesse. Well, I can certainly sympathize with you. How you could ever permit yourself to marry her? You may thank yourself for that. If you told me the truth before you went to California, it couldn't have happened. It was the only way to keep her from telling her malicious story. Oh, Dad, you could have found some other way. Oh, no, no, it wasn't my fault she managed to get you into such a a wild-eyed state of mind you thought you had to marry her to save the honor of the family. Well, there's no help for it now. It's too late. We'll have to make the best of it for the time being. She irritates me so. She always has. Oh, let's talk about something pleasant What, for example? Your business? That's a favorite topic with you. (laughs) If it is, you haven't suffered because of it. All right, all right, Dad. Tell me, did you cut any throats today? Foreclose on anyone? Sounds like you're trying to make me out to be a villain. To hear you talk, a person would think I specialized in cheating widows and orphans out of their insurance money. Well, perhaps your methods are a bit more subtle. Business is business. There's only one way to get ahead. It can't be soft. And by the way, that's one of the facts of life. I'm going to teach that grandson of mine. Just as soon as he's old enough to understand anything. (laughs) That youngster certainly made a hit today down at the office. Did he? Bet your life he did. Men were all crazy about him. Are you sure they weren't just buttering you up? Why should they be? Well, I can't see any reason for making such a fuss about the child. He's just a normal, healthy baby. Mary Lane seemed to think he was more than that. Aunt Mary? Yes, I ran into her on Main Street. He was very much impressed with the boy. And I suppose you were your usual tactful self, gloating all over the place. (laughs) Well, maybe I did gloat a little. I feel I have it coming to me. You should have seen Mary's face. She looked at the child so intently. She was probably surprised to see you in the role of the happy grandfather. No, she was obviously taken with him. Well, she kept looking into his eyes. Oh, it did my heart good, knowing she couldn't find a thing wrong with him. He's a wonderful child, Kit. And it's lucky for him he has me for a grandfather. Why? Oh, you know very well. What plans have you made for his future? You evidently don't give a hoot what happens to him. 
And he's your own son. I confess, Kit, that I'm embarrassed by your attitude. I don't see how my attitude toward the child affects you, Dad. Of course it does. You are my daughter. Even Miss Thorndyke must have noticed your lack of interest in him. Oh, Miss Thorndyke. What do I care what that woman thinks about me? Well, all I say is it's time you showed a little interest in that child. He's got a future ahead of him. Oh, my goodness, Dad. There's plenty of time to think about that. Besides, who knows what his future's going to be? Anything can happen. Not the way I'm handling things. Now, sir, that child's going to be secure. I've already taken steps. What sort of steps, pray tell? I got in touch with George Farnsworth in Chicago. Farnsworth? Who's he? Never heard of him. Sometimes I think you only listen to about half of what I tell you, kid. I've told you about Farnsworth plenty of times. He's my attorney in Chicago. Oh. I'm having him draw up a very sound financial arrangement. A trust fund for the child. And, of course, that involves changing my will, too. Oh, Dad. There's no point in being careless about such things. He's coming down soon. We'll get the whole matter straightened out. But I want you to know this, kid. You and the boy are going to have everything. Well, that's nice of you, Dad. Money. I ought to be grateful. I am, in a way. But I wonder if it makes much difference. You'd find out soon enough if you, you were ever without money. Don't you worry. Money's what makes the difference. I wonder if it does. By the way, when I talked to George the other day, I asked him about that other matter, the divorce. Oh, did you? What did he say? It's just as I said. Bill has absolutely no case, none at all. Did you tell him the whole story? Certainly, as much as he needed to know. He told me there wasn't the slightest question. <laughs> that should put your mind at rest. Yes, it should, but... What's the matter? That should be relieved. Kit, you've told me everything, haven't you? You're not holding something back. No, no, Dad, no, of course not. Well, all right, then. Farnsworth said the best thing would be for you to go ahead and contest the divorce. Under the circumstances, as far as he could see, Bill hasn't the glimmer of a chance to win. Well, that's... that's good news. <laughs> you bet it is. And, as to proving you an unfit mother, him trying to get custody of that child, why, it's just ridiculous. He's stymied before he ever gets into it. Maybe so. But you should know that wouldn't stop Bill from trying. Let him try. See how much good it'll do him. Well, it's all very well for you, Dad. But you've nothing to worry about, I tell you. Let Bill do his worst. He can't possibly win. So who cares? I do. You? But why, kid? Good heavens, girl. Dad. What's the matter, kid? So far, I've let you run the show pretty much your own way. Originally, when I first came back with the baby, discovered how Bill felt, realized he wanted to split up, well, I was too beaten to care much, one way or the other. I just wanted to be let alone. You remember. Yes, I remember you were feeling low, defeated. It made me furious, too, seeing you like that, letting him Now, go... now, wait a minute. Don't go off on one of your tirades. I, I just want to make something clear to you. All right, kid, go ahead. But then you put in your two cents with Insisted that I shouldn't let him get away with it. And I began thinking maybe you were right. Besides, I'll admit it, my, my pride was hurt. 
I was fairly certain Bill still had Peggy Douglas on his mind. And it, it infuriated me, the thought of their rushing into each other's arms the minute he might be free. I don't blame you for that. Naturally, you'd want to prevent it. That silly little niece of Mary Lane. It was a question of pride. Pride and jealousy. There's no point in my trying to pretend it wasn't. Kit, what are you getting at? We're in absolute agreement on this thing. No, Dad, we're not. Not anymore. But you've just been saying... I've been trying to explain what made me react the way I did. But that was before. Since then, I've changed my mind. But what do you think? I can't face it, Dad. I was right to begin with. The more I think about it, the more certain I am. It isn't worth the struggle. Kit, what are you saying? I'm... I'm telling you that I've decided to give Bill the divorce. Without a lot of fuss. I just can't face a, a fight in court. Everybody in town saying I couldn't hold my man. That's crazy. We can make that boy look so foolish in court, nobody will have any respect for him anyway. Make him a laughing No, no, that doesn't matter. It's not that I have any feeling left for Bill. I haven't. But it, it just doesn't seem worth the trouble. Don't you understand? No, I don't, and I'm not going to let you do it. You're not going to give in to him. Please, Dad. Oh, if you only knew how tired I am. How weary I am of the whole business. All I want now is to be out of the whole mess, to have something settled finally. But it will be settled. That doesn't mean you have to give up. No, I'm not going to hear it. Dad, for heaven's sake, just this once, let me handle something my own way. It's the best thing to do, believe me. I don't understand you, Kit. I don't understand you at all. Baffled then looked into his daughter's face. He couldn't imagine why she was so frightened to face a divorce trial in court. When he just told her there was absolute certainty that she'd win. But what you don't know, Ben, is that Kit is afraid the real truth might come out in court. The fact that the baby boy you're so proud of is not your grandson at all, but is the son of Lisa Fenner. If this became known, a great many people in Wakefield would have a good laugh at your expense.